Hey guys, this is Tony with Thinner Geek Designs. Today I'm back with another Inner Geek Podcast episode. Today I'm trying something a little bit different. I'm recording this on my computer. Um, I just got done streaming and thought, well, why not just use this setup and try recording an audio podcast, see how it comes out, see if it's better than using my phone, which I've used for a majority of the episodes prior to this. Um, but today I want to talk about logo design tips and logo design trends and how to design the best logo, just logo design in general. Um, I think logo design is one of those things that it's undervalued right now in the state of the overall market uh, due to sites like Guru, Freelancer, uh, Odesk, Fiverr. People think logos are something small, something fast, something that should be done relatively quickly and don't understand the overall work that goes into designing a logo. Um, the process that goes into designing a logo. So I want to talk about that. Um, also, sorry if you can hear noise in the background. Uh, currently the dryer's going on. Uh, but <clears throat> So as I start all podcasts, I want to talk about what I am working on as a freelance designer and an in-house designer. And as a freelance designer, or sorry, as an in-house designer, I am working on some things, getting ready for rep training in a couple weeks. Uh, there's a couple things that we're working on that are interesting. You know, we have stuff like, uh, we have, you know, the... The PowerPoint that everyone uses, that's an enormous PowerPoint by any standard. It's close to 700 slides, which is not my favorite thing in the world, but it's what we use. Um, and then we have uh, words that we give out to people for our golf tournament that I had to design and got laser cut. You might have seen that if you saw my last Instagram story. Uh, looks pretty cool, and I think it was a, a nice addition. Um, we also have working on a new master PowerPoint, which is another behemoth of a PowerPoint. This thing's enormous. It's going to continue to get bigger. We're already at 700 slides, but it's got a lot of cool interactions. Um, also got holiday cards out. Those are always needed around this time of year. One thing I want to tell you as an in-house designer, if you're thinking about working as one, is that you should always give yourself enough time to make sure that you get stuff done. Um, holiday cards in October might seem weird, but they have to get done, they have to get printed, and they have to get shipped. And by the time they get all that done, it is mid to late November, which is about time you start getting holiday cards. Um, as a freelance designer, I've been streaming more on twitch.tv slash designs if you want to come follow me. I've been doing a lot of design work. Uh, recently, I'm starting to try more... Uh, chat interaction with a logo design concept I have of having chat help me decide what logo I'm going to design and show them the whole process of the logo design process because it's a very tedious process in general. Um, I've been client hunting more. I found some people that are interested. Uh, we are either communicating on price or working on overall what's the scope of the project. Um, that just takes some time to get done and work through. 
But that's about what I've been working on as an in-house and freelance designer. Um, let's jump into today's topic, which is logo design, general logo design, best practices, etc. Um, so let's go through first the process of a logo, just to get this out the door. There is a lot of process that goes into a logo, more than you might think. Um, it is not just you boot up your computer and you start designing a logo. Yes, you can do that, but you will create a trash logo, just being honest you create something that's trash. So how do you design a good logo? You first start out with research. Research is the key to everything. Um, you need to do something that is... You need to do research on what's the company? What's the... Uh, I'm out of the blank of words right now. Um, what's the personality of the company? Who's the demographic the company's trying to reach? What services do the company do? Um, what industry is the company in? And then from there, you should start thumbnailing. Well, first you should present all that to the customer. Say, is this right? Does this look right? Is this what we're going down? We're going down this direction. And that'll drive everything going forward. So your color choice, your font choice, your graphics choice, etc. Um, and then you want to take all that and start thumbnailing. This is something that designers are doing less and less, but need to stop and need to start doing more. Uh, it is extremely helpful. It gets you starting to think and working really fast to get all the work out as fast as you can and get all your crap ideas out before you start working on your better ideas. Um, I do it. I've filled up notebooks with thumbnails trying to get stuff up, and it's, it's a hard thing to do, um, but... If you do it right and you do you take the time to actually do it, you will find good ideas in there. It takes about a hundred times of doing something to become a master of it, and thumbnails is just a way of doing that. You can get a uh, hundred ideas out and still not have a good idea. So maybe you need to do two hundred thumbnails. And maybe you need to take like five ideas and push them further to see if there's something you can do different with those ideas to make it work better. Um, these are things that people kind of miss out on and don't really think that they should be doing, but they need to be doing. And then from there, you can take that and further those concepts on the computer after you've done pen and paper. Uh, pen and paper is still needed and has to be used today, but once you get on the computer, you're starting to finalize. You're starting to get all the rough edges out. You're just trying to get the ideas out more. Um, and then once you got some good comps, I would probably send the client maybe two to five ideas. Say, hey, this is the kind of directions I'm going with. What do you think about this? But when you send these logo comps, do not just send them and say, hey, what do you think? Give them a breakdown of say, hey, this one is a direction where I'm going where the colors are going to communicate X, Y, and Z. The fonts are going to be bold and striking. Um, and, you know, this one is going to be more rounded edges. It's going to be more, uh, it's going to be more, uh, approachable, make your company more approachable overall. I think it might work best and kind of work through those ideas. Um, this is where designers kind of fall short. They kind of just send off their work and have their client just, try to shoot for the stars and give it any feedback that they need where you need to kind of construct the feedback um, and that's I've done a whole podcast episode on that about taking feedback from a client 
Um, you can listen to it. I've also done, I think I did a YouTube video on it as well. And I think I've written a blog post on it. That's how serious I think you need to understand how to take client feedback. Um, so those are those that. And then once you've got that feedback, you need to start taking it and chopping up into what's usable, what's not usable, and what's just complete garbage. And then from there, work forward to the logo and finalize it. Um, that's real rough. That's a real rough outline of the process of a logo design. There are other things you would need to do on top of that, but that's just the rough outline. Um, so let's talk about, you know, um, the best practices for logo design. Uh, I've seen a lot of logos that have come out recently from some starting out designers and designers that call them themselves designers, but are really just guys that know how to open Photoshop and they're trash. Um, they are not thought out. They are not professional. They use things that you should not be using in logos, such as gradients. Gradients should never be used in a logo unless you know how to use them properly, which is a minimum, or sorry, a maximum of two colors with a very subtle gradient to give maybe some depth or maybe some emotional uh, thing that you can only do with a gradient. Um, and you should be using legible font at any size. A logo needs to be scalable. It needs to be as small as a icon on a social media platform, but yet as big as a billboard. If it can't do those two things, it is not a good logo, period. And a lot of people don't understand that and think that just a logo needs to look cool on their little on their monitor or on their phone or on their piece of paper they printed out. But that's not true anymore. It needs to be different sizes to fit in different applications. Because a logo can be used anywhere now. I would also suggest that you do subtle variations of the logo. This means, you know, you have a logo that works well in a uh, square. Or a logo that works great in a, a uh, rectangle. Or maybe you just use one letter that's a Favicon type logo or maybe a profile picture icon. Um, these are things you should kind of think about and work out. Or maybe just use the icon in those senses. That's what I use. My icon is my logo most of the time. Um, but it works in multiple applications. It works when it's small. You can still see that's a skull with glasses. You may not be able to see all the detail, but that's okay. You still get the gist of it. Uh, it works when it's bigger. You can see all the detail. You can see all the roughness that I've put into it. Um, these are things you should probably also look at. I would also look at that. Use a font that's legible. Um, this doesn't mean that it needs to always be a serif font or a sans serif font. It could be a handwritten font, but it needs to be legible. You need to make sure that when you're using letters correctly, they need to be legible. So if you're using a hand letter font, make sure that you know your I's can't be mistaken for M's or your... I don't know, your T's can't be mistaken for I's. Make sure that everything is legible and the, the customer's name is legible. Um, some designers are trying to get too fancy with the logos. They're trying to make them art pieces, and it's just not legible at the end of the day, and that hurts you as a designer and it hurts your customer. They can't read their, if their customers can't read their name, you've just hurt them more than helped. Um, I would also be strongly strongly consider understanding kerning. If you do not understand kerning, 
do not design a logo. Um, it looks trashy when you see a logo that is not kerned properly. Um, and it's kind of disrespectful as a designer to not know how to kern and give that product to your client. Um, I've seen it happen too many times and it needs to stop as a design community. Uh, one other thing I would consider is when you're designing an icon for a logo is make sure that it is bold, simple, and works in multiple sizes. Um, what do I mean by this? If you have detail in it, make sure it's as limited detail as possible and the detail is big enough, or maybe not big enough, maybe broad enough, so you have a nice gap between everything. Like say you're designing, I don't know, um, say a headphone jack, and the little strips on it aren't small and tiny, but they're big, so when it's shrunk down, you still know that's a headphone jack. These are things that you might need to consider also. Um, but also, when it comes to designing it, make sure that it works across all sizes as well. Um, I would also say that color is a huge thing. Color is a thing that can either make or break a logo. Uh, minimum one color. Maximum three colors. Uh, this is just a rule of thumb that I've always used. Always works. Always seems to help. Uh, and always make sure the colors work. There are too many tools for you to use to not have proper color theory. So if you are doing this and not having proper color theory, I don't want to hear any excuses anymore. Um, you can use Adobe Color, which will literally give you color schemes that you could import into your software and use from there. So there's no more excuses about improper color. Um, I think that's about all I got for best practices. I probably got some more in my head. I just can't think of them right now. I don't write scripts for these podcasts. Sorry. Um, but... I think when you're working with a logo, if you don't understand the customer's personality or if they don't understand the, the their personality, it's happened before with me. Maybe you need to do a workshop with them. Maybe you need to pull out the information of, hey, what's our history? What do we want to go for? And what do we want the outside world to perceive us as? Um, I have have worked with customers where they just have a logo that just looks generic. And that's what comes out if you don't understand that. You have a generic logo, um, and I think that can hurt you as a designer. Just having generic logos inside your uh, portfolio, I mean, the technique is there, but if it's generic, you might not get hired, um, and that could hurt your growth, and I think you need to step up and actually understand your customer's personality, what they want to perceive as, and design something great. Um, I just want to kind of link these two things together in this topic since it's a good topic to add it is portfolio, portfolio presentation for logo designs. This was hard for me to understand when I started out I was in school and trying to design my portfolio. Uh, how do I show my logos? I have like 20 of them. I want to show a couple of them. I just put them on a white background. Not the best application for that. Um, maybe you should show it use in, uh, well, let's say you're designing a logo for a restaurant. Maybe show it on a menu. Maybe you show it on uh, employee shirts. Maybe signage. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know, um, maybe napkins. Maybe it's that kind of restaurant where they can just print custom napkins. Um, maybe you show it on checkbooks. Uh, show it on as many things as you can that show a full breadth of uh, a branding. You know, you have the logo 
on a menu. You have the logo on a or, uh, employee T-shirts. You're showing that employee. You're showing that that the brand is further thought out than just a logo. Um, this will actually strengthen any logo, and it will make it seem that you actually understand applications for a logo and how to make it work and thinking outside of a box. Um, and this will make you stand out from, you know, uh, designers on Fiverr and uh, Odesk, Freelancer, and those sites. Um, those types of people just only show a logo, and that's it. They don't know. They are just, honestly, I, I will probably do a whole podcast on the subject just because of how passionate I hate those platforms, is that they are just, majority of them are either starting out designers or designers that have been in the industry for a while and are just hands on a keyboard or fingers on a keyboard. They don't understand how to communicate with clients. They don't understand how to business debt. They don't understand how to price out their work besides what the clients are asking for. They're just doing the work to get it done and then move on to the next one. And the amount of the work they do to make it work is ridiculous. I used to use those platforms. I don't anymore. Um... And that would help you stand out. You'll actually look like a designer that knows what he's talking about when it comes to branding, designing, and etc. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. Um, just wanted to get this out there. Uh, talk about logo design, logo design best practices, design tips, etc. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you liked it, like, rate, subscribe, whatever you need to do to keep this podcast coming to you weekly. Um, if you want to keep up with everything else I'm doing, you can follow me on social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, where else am I on? Twitch, you know, YouTube, those places, Intergeek Designs everywhere. Um, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening. Um, hope you guys have a great day.